Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. It is all about darkness and light. I am fascinated with the opening segment of the Bible. Let me quote it for you. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Okay, let me control my excitement. <laughs> there was the unfolding of three steps. It starts off with God. He is the beginning. He is the Alpha. There was nothing before God, and so God did a God thing in the beginning. He made the heaven and the earth. He did not make money. He did not make houses. He made the heavens and the earth. Why? Heaven was to be his throne room, and earth, mm, we'll come back to that. Then we see a description of earth. The earth that God created was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Notice nothing was said about heavens, but earth was shapeless and empty and dark. But the Spirit, who is God, hovered over the waters of the earth. Sounds like creation was not finished. Then we see classical God, or better still, we meet God, Alpha, Elohim, or the Supreme One. He spoke. He announced his presence to earth. God spoke over earth because God did not want earth to remain as we just read, without form, empty, and in darkness. So the first thing we meet God in relation to earth doing, he turned on the light. <laughs> Let there be light. Earth had no idea what light was, but when God spoke his plan, it happened just like that. Allow me to throw in something far from Genesis, borrowed from John 1 and verse 4. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. We're coming back to that. So for the next six days, God rolled out what he had planned for earth, starting with light. He divided water from land. He filled the heavens with stars and sun and moon, and he made trees and living creatures. And just when you thought God was done, he made a man and a woman, and he gave them the first commandment. Notice that God spoke everything into existence because he can do that. But when he came to the last piece of creation, he did not speak. He made. He made humans in his image and likeness and then told the man and the woman to reproduce what he, God, had just made. Make more men and women and fill up the earth. Then God looked at all he had done from the moment he spoke light to the final piece when he made humans and God saw that all was very good. I hope I'm not boring you, but please allow me to continue. If there is evil, there is good. If there is light, there is darkness. So Satan turned up and went straight for the jugular, the humans. If he can mess up the humans, he can mess up all that God has done in those six days. And he did. When Adam and Eve sinned, when they committed just that one act of sin, all of creation was messed up. So God said, I'm going to correct that. Here is a reality of what Satan did.
By messing up creation, he plunged humans and the whole world into darkness. So thousands of years later, when Isaiah, you know him, right? Isaiah was writing in a prophetic way and he spoke and he hit the nail on the head. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Isaiah 9 and verse 2. Did I say Isaiah was prophesying? I did. And real prophecy comes true. Hundreds of years later, Jesus comes on the scene and John 1 verse 8 speaks of him like this. This was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Jesus got it, man. When you take what Isaiah said about the people that walked in darkness, Jesus got it. In that famous conversation with Nicodemus, Jesus said, This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds are evil. John 3 and verse 19. SMH. So it makes sense that one day he simply came straight to the point. No beating around the bush. Jesus made an announcement loud and clear, honoring what Isaiah said about the people who walked in darkness, honoring what John said about light and darkness. He said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. PTL. <laughs> Bear with me a little while longer. I'll soon be finished. When Jesus was crucified, that was Satan trying to put out the light, except he forgot what John had said in John 1 and verse 4, that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Jesus cannot be dimmed. Light cannot be overcome by darkness. But Satan has not stopped. He doesn't give up because his forever program is to steal, kill, and destroy. So what do we learn about Satan? Look at the world we're living in. Sexual immorality tops the list of evil, and I mean every form of sexual immorality, barring none. There is crime and violence and human trafficking and lying and stealing, and you can fill in the blanks. Why? Why? Tell me why. In 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 4, we read the answer to my question. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Understand it, my friends. Darkness has not given up trying to snuff out light. And all the evil that we see around us, and it looks like evil is winning, it's because Satan, the God of this age, has done what he always does. Because he cannot put out the light, which is Jesus, and because he doesn't want people to come to the light, which is Jesus, then he blinds the minds of unbelievers. Because when they see Jesus, he knows they will experience God. And remember what we said happened in Genesis 1? When an unbeliever meets Jesus, he experiences Genesis 1 verse 3. When an unbeliever meets Jesus, he encounters light. Let there be light, and there is light. You and I cannot stop sharing the gospel, my friends, to the people whose minds are blinded. We are agents of the true light. 
Introduce light to the blind people around us, my friend. Introduce them to the gospel and do it deliberately because this business of life, it's all about darkness and light.